Welcome to Red Zone DFS. We got the divisional round this weekend. Four games, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. The slates are getting shorter. We're all getting a little bit more depressed that the season's almost over. But, hey, we're going to try to blow our wad here at the end of the year. Get some huge, <laughs> huge money going into the offseason. How you guys feeling this week? <laughs> it's sad, man. It's bittersweet, you know. I'm, I'm thankful. Sorry, Joe, but my team's still in it. So, I mean, my expectations, my expectations were low. I mean, you're already wearing a shark shirt. You've already moved on. Yeah, let's go. Uh, on, dude. But, yeah, it, it's, it's sad. Football's coming to an end. You know, this is the last real big weekend. And then, you know, two-game slate, one-game slate. So, All right. it's been a good run. Yeah. All right. Well, let's freaking rip it off with Cincinnati and Tennessee here. First let's game on right. Saturday afternoon. Uh, get two games Saturday and two games Sunday. Um this game, I think, is going to be pretty interesting. What do you guys think? I think so, I think, too. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of wild predictions going on. Um, we're going to give ours of, you know, maybe not predictions of who's going to win or anything like that, but just the, how the game flow is going to go, right? Is this going to be an absolute shootout? King Henry running all over the place. Tannehill somehow finds his former self. Does Joe Burrow go absolutely nuclear, right? Like, against a terrible, terrible Titans pass defense, what do you guys think the game flow is going to be for here? I'll start with Vinny. So, I mean, elephant in the room, a.k.a. King Henry is back. Um, I think Tennessee is just salivating at the chance to give this guy 30 carries on on, on Saturday, tomorrow. So I think they're going to ride and die there. Um, but I do like some of the passing options here because I think Henry brings back that element of eight in the box, right, and stack it up. Um, so I definitely like the passing game a little bit here. Um, but I think this Cincinnati side will be interesting because since you know, the Titans have one of the best run, de run defenses in the league. Um, so I'll be curious to see, you know, how much do they just come out high flying. Do they come and out? Also one of the worst pass defenses. Totally. Yeah. So I'm just curious how they come out. I mean, I really like Burrow this week in that passing attack. Uh, I'm not so high on Mixon, although I think he's a really good contrarian play. Um, because he's always dangerous, but I think this game is going to be really fun. Honestly, I think it could go a lot of different ways. It's the one game that I don't have like a great feel on the the flow on how it's going to go. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think this game it's it's very unpredictable. You know how this game is going to go, but I'm going to go with my gut, and my gut has been telling me all week without looking at stats, just kind of feeling out the season, how these teams have played, watching them over and over again. I think the Bengals are just in the in a sweet spot. They are running hot. Joe Burrow is on fire. I think that whole team believes. The entire city of Cincinnati believes. Joe Burrow has that like Tom Brady type effect, and he's only in year two coming off of a torn ACL. It is insane. I mean, if Burrow loses this game, everyone's going to expect him to be right back here in the divisional round next year, and that's mm -hmm. you know that's rare. So I think the Bengals come out, lighten it up through the air. I think the Titans have to abandon – their original game plans because Burrow and his receivers like Chase are going berserk. And I can see Henry still, you know, getting his, but I can see Henry also not getting the points that we need from him to take down tournaments this week, just because the Bengals completely throw off with the type what the Titans want to do. Tannehill having to throw the ball 40 times in the game, which is not his strong suit. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's two, Two guys I'm interested from on the Titans side of the ball this week, and it's Derrick Henry and Julio Jones. Julio Jones, yeah. just from a price standpoint at 4,700, um, 
just makes all kinds of sense. If you're, if you are going to play showdown for this game, uh, I think he's a great option uh, because what's Cincinnati going to do? I mean, there's Tennessee's offense is so concentrated. You take away Henry, you take away, you try and take away AJ Brown. And then that's, I mean, that's really it. So Julio is a guy that really interests me. Um, I'm not so high on Mixon, Vinny. I'm kind of with you there. I think he could be an interesting contrarian play if you're playing a massive tournament or you're playing like a big showdown tournament. But for the types of lineups that I'm going to be building, uh, Mixon's going to be a no for me just because there's yeah. some other guys that I like. Um, but, I mean, you got to be just a damn fool not to play Burrow and Chase. And then I even like adding Higgins back into that stack. Yes. Did yes, nothing yes, last yes. week. There's only four games. We can go, we can go double receiver stacks, right? There's only four games. You can take two receivers from one game and just hope that game blows up. We kind of have to, right? Like I don't mind doing that on a regular week anyway, but that's an easy way to get different without playing some no name weirdo or some guy in a bad matchup. Right. Cause not a lot of people are going to feel comfortable double stacking receivers, especially T Higgins, who did nothing last week, right? Yeah. And who kind of didn't really do a whole lot the week before. And he was, and he was high owned. He was like 27% owned oh, he last burned week a lot of in a lot of my rooms. Week. He burned me as well, which means we go right back to him. Well, keep in yeah. mind too, right? Playoffs, like one game at a time, everyone's watching that game, right? So everyone saw Higgins do nothing, right? and everyone saw CJ Uzma like go bananas. Like we're, yep. we can kind of project where the fish are going to go, like the you know the the amateur like chalk, right? So for me, I'm off Uzma this week. Like I hope he gains a lot of ownership, and I'm with you, dude. I really like T Higgins this week. I'll definitely have Chase, right? Like, yeah, or psycho not to. And Burrow Tyler Boyd's a good play too. So, yeah, Burrow Chase is my favorite, you know, stack. That's going to be like my favorite quarterback receiver combo of the week. Yep. Um, but I really, I, guys, I'm with you. I really like going some stacks to get different. Like, if you're going to do it, you can go Burrow, Higgins, and Boyd and just pray to God Chase doesn't kill you. You know what I mean? Like, you can do it just to get different, you know? Yeah, I just think Chase is going to have – every time he has a one-on-one matchup, Burrow's going to go for it. It's going to be like that Chiefs game, right? I think it's going to be very similar to that. He can, but at the same time, if Chase, you know, puts up 13 points, right, like, okay, maybe he doesn't get in the end zone or something, like, you're okay, you know? Yeah, I'm going to have a lineup or two, like, you know, I'm going to fade Chase, you know, just to get different, just in case he busts, just like I'm going to have a random one or two Henry lineups in case he absolutely goes off. Well, you know, so but one of the but. the way the way that I'm going to do it is every lineup that I'm playing Burrow, I'm playing Chase. Um, okay. The way I'm going to do it is in the lineups where I'm not playing Burrow, I'm not going to play Chase as just a one off. Uh, I'll play Higgins as my one off in those lineups, um, just because I think when, I mean, it, it's obvious when Chase explodes, Burrow explodes, right? Um, it just, that's just kind of how, when you would look back at the correlation of how it's gone, that that's just kind of how it goes. Higgins seems to go off in some of these games where Burrow maybe doesn't go too crazy, right? Yeah. So maybe they get up to a big lead. Maybe they get like a pick six or something and they yeah. don't throw the ball 55 times. Right. So that's kind of how I'm personally going to do it. Um, but you know, there's, there's no one way or other to do it that's just how i'm i yeah as i've been building that's how it's kind of just worked out yeah my only like weird player from this game i you know i'm not going to be playing him in a lot of lineups but it's hilliard from the titans the running back i think a lot of people are still going to play <laughs> foreman 
a lot of people are going to play Henry. Now, again, you can go with the philosophy that Henry's not going to get 35 carries. And or you go with the philosophy I said earlier where the Bengals start kicking their ass a little bit. Yeah. Hilliard, Hilliard's their change of pace back. They're not going to put in Dante Foreman as their change of pace back. He's a, he's a you know the ugly stepbrother of Derrick Henry. Yeah, he's he's not a guy to play this week, right? So Hilliard would be the guy. He's the only only other active running back that I think he's going to get carries. They're going to you know give Henry Fair his enough. spells. You know he's not card in the cardio shape that he usually would be at this point. So especially with the foot injury, right? The guy's been on a goddamn you know, bicycle for the last yeah, few weeks. I, I, so I, just, I think Hilliard might be one of those guys just to get kind of weird. I like it. Especially in a showdown. Hilliard can get you that random touchdown, get you some catches. He's going to get yeah. eight carries. He's that same thing we talked about, like Naheem Himes earlier this season or last season when he was spelling Jonathan Taylor all the time. He's going to get you 20 points every now and again. Totally. He's an absolute smash showdown play. I yeah, love mm-hmm. Hilliard and Showdown. And I'm I'm just on the belief that I'm riding or dying with, with the King this week. So I'm about 50-60% owned of Derrick Henry across the board. Dude, he's just way too cheap for a guy that is potential to get 30-35 touches. True. Way True. too cheap. And Cincinnati can get gashed on the ground. Now, again, we talk about ownership. I'm getting weird with a few lineups here where I'm just going to go Tannehill, Henry, Julio. Like, I'm just going to load it up and hope Tennessee smashes because nobody's going to do that. Like, All right. so All right. it's okay. there's ways to get weird. All, All right. right, let's move. Let's move on to the next game. Yeah. Um, we got San Francisco at Green Bay, five fifteen. We got an evening Saturday night game. I mean, it's pretty awesome. We usually get these, you know, local Bay Area teams playing at like noon on a Sunday. So getting a Saturday evening game, I think, is pretty sweet. Um, now, how do you think this game is going to go? We'll go with the Niner fans first. So I think, you know, I bet the over. I think this game's going to go over the total. Um, it's not going to be windy. I don't care if it's going to be four or five degrees. We, I mean, we saw the same thing in Buffalo. Everyone was freaking it's all out. about the wind. Oh, it's going to be cold. That's great. If it's not going to be windy, I really don't care. Both of the style of these teams that play, they, they can both play in cold weather. Um I think on the Niners side of the ball, obviously I think they're going to try and run the ball, but I think that, you know, Green Bay's only shot to limit them from running the ball is just going to be to load the shit out of the box. It's what Dallas should have done last week, which yeah. they just decided not to. Um, and I think that, you know, hopefully, you know, Packers didn't play last week. They're probably watching that game. Um, I think that they're going to load up and they're going to force Jimmy to throw. And I think it is going to be another George Kittle spike. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. People have been playing them the last few weeks. Everyone's just been bitching. I heard hear all of the oh, George Kittle burn me, Kittle burn me this, burn me that. He he could lead the entire slate in receiving this week. I mean, that that's when he goes off, he goes off. It, it happened, you know, about five weeks ago versus Seattle. We saw it happen. It's gonna have to happen this time. Jimmy still is not gonna be able to throw the ball down the field a whole bunch with his, you know, now his shoulder injury and this fucking thumb injury. So it's gonna be him, they're going to try and take Debo away. It's tough to do that, right? But Kittle, I think, is going to be the guy to step up, and he's going to be the hill that I'm going to die on this week. Um, and it's not even really one that you have to die on because he's not very expensive. $5,300, like, okay. Like, if he if he gets, like, his, like, three or four points, like, that's going to kind of suck. But if he gets 30, then it's then we're in business, right? Yeah. So he's that's how I think it's going to go from the Niner side of the ball. 
Okay. And I think on I think on the the Niners, they have to play a perfect game to win this game. Yes. Right. The Packers are excellent. Right. These are two really well coached teams. You're not going to see many turnovers except for Jimmy's one, you know, flop he's going to do. We all know at some point in the game he's going to fuck up something. Well, you're going to see turnovers. But not on the Packers, but for, and that's the thing. Like, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to turn the ball over. No, like, this no. Niners defense has been playing really well. <laughs> Right. Yeah. The Niners defense has been playing really well, but yeah. I got this feeling that the Packers are just going to control the game. And I can see, you know, Aaron Jones, he's going to get his, but I can also see AJ Dillon getting his as well, just because they are, I think they're just going to outright be kind of mashing this entire game, almost like the Bengals <laughs> were last week to the Raiders, where the score was closer than the game actually was. I can really see that happening. And Aaron Jones and Dillon really being the ones that feed. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers getting that one touchdown. But, you know, on the goal line, it's Dylan and Jones just taking it. Um, don't get me wrong. I'm going to have a lot of Rodgers and Adams. I mean, who wouldn't? You can even so, throw in a Randall Cobb well, in there at 3,100, right? Super cheap, showdowns. There's, there's I, options here. I think that you can fade Rodgers and just play Adams. Because Adams can have that 25 to 30-point game with Rodgers only having, you know, 12 points. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can see it. Our site, like Adams could easily go 11 for 115 and not even score a touchdown. And and you're at, you know, 20, 21 points, 22 points right there. He scores a touchdown. You're close to 30. And Rodgers has shown it all year this year. He's not like Brady, right? Brady's on this record setting, you know, mission where if they're on the one yard line, he's still throwing the ball. Yeah. He doesn't, he's not even quarterback sneaking anymore. Like he's throwing the ball. Rodgers is not doing that this year. He's playing super team ball. Right. He's going to give it to his running backs. You know, he doesn't have the big tight end to throw to yep. in the goal line anymore. So, again, I think it's a Jones and Dylan game um, and showdowns. Definitely. I'll throw both of them in the same showdown. Um, yep. I do not care because I can see them both, you know, totaling three to four. Touchdowns. You could play you could play Jones, Dylan and Elijah Mitchell in the same showdown lineup. Easily. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I just think that's the way the Packers are going to go. Like, again, I just, I think this game, it's going to be, the score is going to be a lot closer than the game really is. And the Packers are kind of just owning, owning it. Yeah. I, I personally don't think I like, I'm not playing a, a lot of Packers running backs just because I, I think no, the Niners either. front sevens really where the strong suit of this team is. Um, don't get me wrong. Like they're both really good plays, but I think for me personally, like price point wise, like, I think there's other guys that I just prefer to play. Um, and so they've also been saving Aaron Jones for the playoffs. Totally. Right? If like I'm he, gonna he's play been healthy, one. they've just been running away with it. He's ready to go. Yeah, there's just a few guys below Aaron Jones that I'm way heavier on and that I like more, and we'll get to them. But I think Aaron Jones is not a bad play. He's a he's a really good contrarian play, to be honest. Like you want to get really weird at running back, play Mixon and Jones this week. You know, like no, those guys are going to be low. So, so, so here's here's the million dollar question: Are you guys playing any Jimmy? No. Nope. No, because even in his sky games, like I don't think he can get you there. Fifty two hundred. I don't. I don't think he can help you ship one. Like at twenty points, if we see what. Mahomes and Allen and Tom's going to do and Burrow can do like, I mean, we have guys getting into the mid thirties and forties, dude. Like I just don't think Jimmy's going to have a ceiling game here. You're going to take a quarterback that like is already banged up. Just at some point, at some point, you know, it's going to happen where it's going to be that moment where the entire Niners organization goes, okay, this is why we drafted Lance. 
right? It's not even that. I just don't think <laughs> there's going to be the formula moment. <laughs> to, that's just not their formula to win. Like even when he goes and has a really good game, it's like 16 points. Is but like here's, here's the problem, Vinny, is one of the situations that I can see playing out this week is like I just said at the beginning, they're going to load the box and make him throw the ball. And I'm not saying that the Niners are going to win doing that, yeah. right? But the game's either going to go one way or another. It's either going to be the clo- close and the, and the Niners have a chance to win or Green Bay is going to blow them out and they're going to be trying – they're going to be – Jimmy's going to have to throw the ball 45 to 50 times, which is not a recipe for anything great, but I am going to play one lineup with Jimmy. That's fair. Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he's not very good, but at 5,200 with how I think that they're going to have to play this game. I think you kind of can't ignore it. And, you know, he just doesn't look players. Players don't change overnight. Right. And he just doesn't throw touchdowns. It's it's just not even about that, dude. In my opinion, like I just think he has the lowest ceiling on the slate. That's what I mean. Like, I mean, he averages. No, I think I think one point three touchdowns per game. Ceiling. Yeah, I mean they're probably in the same. same yeah, ball, but I think which is like Garoppolo prices, averaging one point three touchdowns per game throughout the season, the games he's played in. Look, it's I mean, a four not, game. I hear you. Normal slate. I'd never be playing him. Totally. Yeah. But it's a four game okay. slate. I do think. Play, and if you want to play a big tournament. Anything over even a three max over like five thousand entries, you're gonna have to find some sort of weird way to get there. You do, and- yeah, I, totally. I, I do think one call that I don't know if someone mentioned, but um, obviously I'll have a lot of Devonte Adams. He's just too good. Uh, but I do really like Alan Lazard here. MVS yeah, was ruled good- out. He he was coming on strong with Rogers towards the end of the year. Like I think he's a really really strong he's play. A good, he's a good one off play to stick in some lineups. Yeah, um, I mean forty like four hundred. Like I'm just not really interested in playing the Rogers stacks. Like yeah, I would, I, I would no rather play Burrow or Brady or go up to Mahomes and Allen. I just don't like Joey said. He's just not forcing to throw a touchdown. So totally, I have no Rogers on the four yeah. game slate. So yeah. yep. All right, let's move All on right. to move our on. first Sunday. Sunday game. At noon Pacific time, um, we got the Bucks and the Rams. Probably the most highly anticipated, exciting game on the slate. I would, you know, I mean, obviously it's the divisional round. You got Buffalo, Casey. We'll talk about next. Which, I mean, they saved I think the best games for Sunday. But this game is very intriguing, right? You got the Rams. They beat the Bucks earlier this year, right? And obviously that was a very strange game. And the Rams have fallen off at the end of the year, but it looks like they're turning it back on again. How do you guys think this game is going to go? Well, Jim let off, so I'll just be very frank here. I think Tom whoops that ass on Ooh, Sunday. Good, because I think the complete opposite. I, I think Tom comes out. He's my favorite quarterback on the play this, uh, this weekend. Uh, I, I think we're going to see Josh Allen and Mahomes obviously garner a ton of ownership, rightfully so, right? Like that game could very well go like 75 points on the over-under. Yeah. Uh, but I think Tom at home, dude, I mean, like we've learned – hopefully by now in about 20 seasons and 15 Super Bowl trips, like he just doesn't lose these games. And Andrew Whitworth is out for the Rams. I think that's a major issue for Stafford. Um, obviously Cub and OBJ and Akers and stuff look great, but I think, dude, I think the Bucs just have Well, yeah, I mean, the, the Bucks are my favorite defense in the playoffs still, you know, and you got to count that into this. I think the Bucks defense is legit. Um Stafford makes big mistakes and Brady just doesn't. 
Right. I mean, I can see though, but I can see the game happening like that Saints game earlier this year where the Rams are able to put just insane pressure. Ramsey's just going to press Evans every play. Yep. And Brady's going to have to use Gronk and these other randoms that he has to throw to. And I can see I can see the Rams staying in this defensively as well. I think I, I want to bet the under in this game as everyone's running to the over. I just don't think this is going to be as big of an offensive shootout as people are anticipating. Um, I think that both defenses come out to play. And, you know, both these quarterbacks are better. It's not going to turn the ball over. No weird plays. Well, Stafford might throw one or two. But I think this game, you know, goes a lot lower scoring. Obviously, there's points to be had. Um, my favorite player in this is Cam Akers because, you know, look how goddamn explosive he looked. He almost killed Buda Baker. For $200 more, my favorite play in this game is playoff Lenny returns. And mm. I think you're going to see him be a massive part of the throwing uh, the passing game. Like you said, I am actually not as high on Mike Evans this week just because of what you said. I think Jalen Ramsey is going to cover him. Um, Evans can still get there, but my favorite stack is Brady, playoff Lenny, and Gronk. Like, I think he is just going to ride those two guys. Um, yeah, if I'm we'll going to stack the Bucks side, yeah. that is the stack. You, you mean you said it perfect. It is. It's Brady, it's Gronk, and it's playoff Lenny. I think that's yeah. a perfect stack if you're going to play the Bucks side. I just think we talked about this with the Niners a little bit. Like, there's just I, I don't have a lot of confidence that like I think McVeigh or Stafford, one of those two, is going to piss down their leg at some point in this game. And you know, like, so right, Tom's just going to eat them alive. But let's hear the Rams fan down there. Free. <laughs> I think the Rams win by 14 or more points. Wow. Uh, Tristan Wirfs and their center, Ryan Jensen. They're questionable. Practiced yeah. today, but it was a walkthrough only. Arian said, <laughs> I love that, by the way, when they dude, say that. Ar- Arian, straight up, Arian straight up said in the press conference after, they said, had it not been a walkthrough, those two would have not been able to practice. I love yeah, when, so he, Wirfs I love when they're like, like cool. I know, it's bad. It's is glued together right now. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. is not good. Their center, Ryan Jensen, who he look, they both came back in and played, right? But no, Worf's I played mean, for one play and he just absolutely got collapsed because his ankle gave out on him and he couldn't play anymore. So look. And Ryan everyone, Jensen is literally the anchor of that offensive line. No, yes. I'm right. with you. Those guys a million times. That guy anchors that entire offensive line. Those guys uh, can very much alter the game. No doubt about it. Everybody is running to play the plays that you guys said. They're going to yep. roll with Brady. They're going to roll with Gronk. Those guys are going to be super highly owned. I'll play a full Rams stack. I, I think that Akers is interesting. But look, their run defense is top five in the, in the league ver- mm-hmm. DVOA versus the run, right? Their pass defense is terrible. And their best corner, who's terrible, Murphy Bunting, is also questionable. So we know Joey, that's Joey's favorite player. So I like Stafford. You can stack him with Cup or the Florida native, Van Jefferson, who's going back. He played for the Gators. He's going back to Florida. I think he's going to show out pretty big. We got Odell. You could play him if you want to. Odell's um, that every- touchdown machine, right? Great for showdowns, especially. Like, yep. they look at I, him when they're in the red zone. But I think that Cup could have one of those just absolute explosion games. And I think not Stafford, Stafford on the will Bucks can cover him. That. Yeah, not one person That's on the fair. Bucks can cover Cup. No. So, He's going to no. get open almost every play. I have more interest in playing those guys. I think Bray, I think the stack that you talked about, Vinny, is fine. Um, I would rather play just Brady and Lenny and then run it back with like 
with Cup just by himself if I'm going to play that stack yeah. and then kind of get different elsewhere. Totally. I, I mean, I think the Rams, I think they beat the shit out of them. I think but they here, here's like the reality of why Brady points. But why Brady is such a good play, regardless whether they win, lose, behind, or in yes, front, he's, he's thrown the ball 50 throw. times. Yes. That's what I love. And hopefully it. they are down. Right in the fourth quarter, he pumps it 25 more times in the fourth quarter. He goes yes. over like 60 passes. I mean, I can absolutely see Brady going nuclear and the Rams still winning. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. So I, I think there, I mean, from a fantasy standpoint, I think this is game's obviously dynamite, right? Like I think both yep. games it just is what it is. Like I think both games on Sunday are better than both games on Saturday. Like yep. it Acres, just is what it is, you know. So one thing is the acres. I mean, when he played last week, and I know a lot of people saw him play, and a lot of people are gonna go on him. I have not seen a player that explosive with the ball in his hands this entire yeah. season. Like he, he looked, looked like a snap back with speed, and then he was finishing runs, just destroying people. So the, right, the, and it wasn't just go to Baker play. Like it was multiple times he was just finishing runs. That dude is on a different he level. Tours, and he tore his Achilles in July. It's and, unbelievable. And, I don't know how that's even possible. First that off, is but wild. Um, but just keep in mind. I mean, like I'm with you, dude. Like he looked like the best running back in the sense on wildcard weekend like just yeah. holy shit that guy pops but henderson is back this week you got sean mcveigh like is he gonna ride acres and i think the bucks on defense too like again you got you know devin uh what's his yeah, name why but, but, you've got uh vita Vea. like it but, the way to beat him is what jim talked about stafford's gotta win this game but like, the thing is too to. Vinny, is that like acres is the passing down back I get that, but like, is he going to get more like that many opportunities with Cup and OBJ and Van out there? Like, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I, we'll yeah, see. we'll I see. Mean, I mean, it's not a end, bad play. I don't in like the end, that Cup play is like Cup is ninety percent of lineups. I just think yeah. you've got to get him in there, and then you got to try to work with your lineups and you know price down in other places. Um, but that's where you throw in a guy like a Van Jefferson, right? So, but, I mean, I think Cup is the absolute smash play. And after he probably, you know, messed up a lot of people's lineups last week. So that's interesting. So if you guys had to still put, like, touchdown, they're $100 difference. Gun to your head, you're playing more Cup than Adams. I think so this week. Yeah. Yes. Jim? Wow. We were just on. I think Cup, I think Cup might get 15 plus targets on Sunday. Yeah. I mean, so that's the big the thing. And he's going to catch and he's going to catch 98% of them, you know? Um, yeah. I just think Cup is, has the, he has the higher floor and the higher ceiling. I think again, the way that Niner game yep. is going to go, I just don't think Devontae Adams needs to go off and Cooper Cup needs to go off for the Rams to win. Yep. Interesting. Okay. I like it. Uh, right. Two other names just to keep in mind uh, on this game. And this is obviously digging deep here, but um What's his name? Brashad Perryman was ruled out. Like, if Grayson doesn't play, just I'm throwing it out there. Keep an eye on Scotty Miller at 33. Yes, sir. Like, Scotty. Brady will feed his ass. And, I mean, 3,300 for the guys who be the starting slot receiver. We talk about it. Like, the offensive line's banged up. Aaron Donald's going to be breathing down his neck. Like, Hall will absolutely play the slot. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of pressure on Brady, and it's going to be a lot of short passing. Right, totally. so you're gonna go running back and passing, guys. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, cool. that's why I say Gronk and Lenny. Just want to throw them out there. All right, all right. Let's get Buffalo to the heavyweight matchup of the weekend. All right, heavyweight. Now I'm very, you know, jaded on this because I just want the Chiefs <laughs> to get fucking shit pumped. Um, God, I've never, I've never hated a team more in my life than the Chiefs. But so I'm a little bit jaded here. How do you really? But feel? I mean, <laughs> it's. 
I think I actually Jeez. want the Chiefs to lose more than the Raiders to win on most weeks. Like, Apparently. I really don't like them. Seriously. But I think the Bills have a game. I think their defense steps up. I think the Bills offense steps up. I think the Bills are just primed right now. And I know the Chiefs are good, obviously. But I think the Bills are just primed to go off. And the Chiefs, where they are strong, is their run defense. They stack the box. Spagnuolo sends a shit ton of blitzes. Look, Allen's going to escape. He's going to run. He's going to throw it to Singletary. He's going to throw it to everyone. I mean, Allen, you'd send those blitzes at Allen. I mean, I think he just goes nuclear. Um, and I just think that's the way the game is going to go. And, again, I might be a little bit jaded, but I think the Bills actually come out and destroy. I think it's going to be a pretty close game. Um, I think that it's going to certainly be a high-scoring game. I think that Kansas City could be in trouble if the Bills come out and start really hot. Um, they seem they have the firepower to come back. Um, I honestly don't know which way this game's going to go. I mean, I think the the value if you're betting it is Bill's money line because you're getting some nice you know, plus points there. Because I think it is going to be a close game, and the spread's only plus two. So if you if you think if you're going to bet Bill's plus two, you might as well just bet the money line and get the plus one fifteen or one twenty or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think this is going to be an interesting game. I mean, Singletary shaping up to be one of the highest owned players just because of the volume that he's getting. But a sneaky, sneaky play that I like, just kind of looking at the ownership percentage, is Edwards Alaire. Yeah. He, he's he's only going to be about 10% owned. Everybody is going to play McKinnon. McKinnon's right now projected ownership is 28%. Like, no fucking thank you for playing yeah, no. Derek McKinnon. I will play Clyde, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire all day long at 5,200 and feel pretty damn good about it because, you know what, the Bills' run defense, it's not anything super special. We've seen it before, and I think that Andy Reid is probably going to try and run the ball a little bit, in the especially in the beginning of the game, and that's going to be with Hilaire. It's not going to be with McKinnon. Williams is still a little bit banged up. He was limited, but uh, if we're talking about like kind of sneaky plays in this game, um, I mean, the quarterbacks are just so obvious. So I think we can skip over that, but Edwards mm-hmm. Alaire is, is kind of my sneaky play if, if we're talking about running backs for this game. Yeah. I'm with you, Jim. I, I, I look at this game like two ways, right? Like I'm going to try to get as much exposure to the game as possible, especially like random one-offs. Like they're going to come from this game. No doubt about it. I think it's weird because like Tyreek, Diggs, and Kelsey are just way too cheap, right? So my thought is if you're going to stack it, like I have a lot of random one-offs that I like here. So I'm going to go like whether it's Mahomes or Josh Allen, I'm going to get some of those guys in there, the cheap studs, but I'm going to mix in like, in my opinion, like you talked about Gabe Davis. Uh, well, like I this w- could be the, like you said, this could be the highest score scoring game of the weekend. And one thing that most people won't do is they will not do a full game onslaught. They won't do four players from one team and three from the other team in the same game. They just won't do it. Yeah. And normally, you know, people try it on full slates. It's really tough just because there's so much variance. um, And there's so many different areas where the scoring can come from, but this is a week to do it. Yeah. And this is the game to do it in because people will play it. And you can overcome that higher ownership on some of these guys that we're talking about by just doing a full game onslaught. And totally. So that's that's what I'm going to be looking to do. 
and there's week. and there's a lot of cheap guys in this game that you can get those full stacks to, oh, right? Yeah. Like, so mm-hmm. you, I really like one of my favorite plays of the weekend oh. is is Pringle at forty two hundred. Like, the dude's a major part of the offense for the Chiefs. Forty two hundred, like him, Gabe Davis, Manny Sanders, like. You got so, Knox there. You got, like you said, so you, didn't, you got Clyde. Like, dude, you you didn't mention the best one yet, Isaiah McKenzie. He, he's another yeah. guy. He was like he, randomly a huge part of the game last week. Like, if, yep. so I thought so too. But if you go back and look at the game logs and watch the games from the last like four games in a row, he's actually been a massive part of the offense. Yeah, they like to get him the ball. He's their short yardage, quick guy. Right, it's not Emmanuel Sanders because he's old as dust. It's not Cole Beasley because he's old and he just doesn't move as quickly anymore. At thirty five hundred, at sub ten percent ownership, I mean, how how can you not take a dart throw on this guy? And especially if you're going to play a full game onslaught, like he's just a perfect guy to pop in there, right? Yep, no doubt about it. I mean, it's what we talked about, right? Like it's just there's so many options here for what is probably going to be the highest scoring game of the week, like you could full game stack it and get weird. Like I think, or you could just play the studs. Like, I think I sent you guys that lineup this week. Like you could play all the guys and you just throw in a random, you know, Randall Cobb and someone else and you could get everyone if you want, like it's there if you want it. So I'm with you, man. I I think it's very possible. This game just goes bananas. Yeah. I hope so. I mean, it's set up that way, right? Like there's not a better game in terms of offenses on the slate. So, yeah, and a lot All of right. people, and especially since it's the last game of the week, for whatever reason, a lot of people will avoid doing a full game onslaught on the very last game of the week because they'll want to be watching their guys play, you know, and they'll, well, I think the San Francisco Green Bay game is going to be the best one. They'll do the onslaught there when it's just like, man, like, I I, I mean, it's going to be one of those things, right? So I – I think it's, it's it's a great way to go if you want to try and get weird. I mean, you can play a shitload of people. You can play four from Buffalo, three from Kansas City, and then, <laughs> I mean, I have a lineup with with that that exactly. So, yep. See what happens. All right, let's uh, talk about our one. It's not a dart throw, but what's your guarantee? What's your surprise guarantee pick this week? Hmm. My I can start if you want. Guarantee pick. Uh, I'll go right back to the guy that I've been kind of um, on every week, and you guys laugh every week saying that you know <laughs> he's not going to produce, but it's Ayuk. Ayuk. He's fifty-two hundred. He's got the highest floor. He is their deep threat guy. Um, if you're into prop betting, um, his his props for his total receiving yards are around forty receiving yards right now, and his prop for over for longest reception is only like twenty and a half yards. Like that, that's his role in the offense is to try and stretch the field. He's the guy that they do that with. Right. So he's going to be my guaranteed. I mean, he's not going to be very highly owned too. I'm looking at ownership right now, seven, seven and a half, eight and a half percent. So he's an easy, just plug it in there and go. He's been consistently 14, 13.4, 19.7, 11.6. Those aren't like crazy numbers, but he's also not priced crazy, and he's down two hundred dollars from last week on a short slate. I'm surprised um, he didn't go to your Kittle week here. Well, I mean, we kind of already talked about that, right? Yeah. But this is this is Joey asked for a guarantee, kind of like off the board play. I think a lot of people yeah. might be expecting the Kittle thing this week. You know, he is going to be 
second highest owned tight tight end uh, of the week. But you know, I I don't know. I mean, I think that uh, that's just the easy one for me. Right. Just plug and play fifty two hundred. You don't have to like figure out how to get him into your lineup, right? So um, so one of my, so my favorite guy, and I didn't talk about him on purpose um, in the last game is Stefan Diggs. Yeah. I mean, I can see him getting three touchdowns and pulling the hat trick this weekend. Big time. Right? He's in that price range where everyone's either going to be kind of going up or going down, and I think he's going to be a little bit forgotten. I don't know what his ownership's like, and even if it is over 20%, I don't really care. Um, I think Stefan Diggs has an, an easy big game. I think he just tears up the Chiefs. Those corners are just not great. Like I said, they're going to send blitzes and send everything at Josh Allen. It's going to be broken plays. I can see Stefan Diggs having a monster game i'm gonna guarantee two touchdowns with an upside guarantee. all right yeah, with an upside of a hat trick from stefan Diggs this week okay i like all that. right i will uh see your same game and raise you that there is <laughs> one receiver that i think has gone for 35 or more three times this year and i think we see tyreek at the 40 burger um Ooh. At 6,600, you're getting as much upside as Devontae Adams and Cooper Cup. He's just more volatile, you know. And I don't know what the hell DraftKings was doing with the pricing this week, but at 6,600, you may be getting the most explosive receiver on the slate. Not as consistent, but, like, he has the opportunity. And if we think this game shoots out, like, I mean, Tyreek is Tyreek, right? Like, very easily could pop two major plays and – I think that's it. I, I think that game shoots out. I think the Bills win this game, but I think Tyreek hits 40 DraftKings points. All right. Okay. Yeah, just the big thing with Diggs for me, I got to say this again, like above him that people are going to go to, it's Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans, Chase, Debo, Devontae Adams, and Cup. And I, I think Diggs has a potential to outscore all of them, all yeah. the way down to 6,500. Yep. He has that potential. Um, he's going to be in a lot of my lineups. Josh Allen to Diggs, set it up. I like the Bills' defense a lot better than the Chiefs, so I'm calling that. Um, I think the Bills bought the win in this game. All right. I like it. Okay. All right, everyone. Good luck. Um, are we going to do a show next week with only two games? No, we'll, we'll talk about it. Maybe we'll talk about it. Maybe we'll pick the better game and just do like an in-depth showdown show. We'll see if I'm recovered, uh, pretty, if, depending on how the Niner game pretty, goes. Pretty, pretty good. Ah, figure it out, <laughs> All right. Hey, I'm, I'm here after a big Raiders loss. All right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but on. it's just every like you knew this was coming. So okay. Yeah, but we made it twist, for once. Twist it's like a really fucking much. Super Bowl. Dude, I'm my mouth. This. You've got no coach. Go short. Players getting arrested. Okay, just give them. A we break. don't really have an owner. Well, you have an owner, but <laughs> not really though. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. That's it. Plus, the mob actually owns the Raiders at this point. All right. That'd guys. be way cooler if they did. That would be way cooler. They'd probably do. All right, guys. Good luck tomorrow and uh, Sunday. And uh, all right. Catch you on the flip side. Later. Peace. Bye.